0: All right, everybody. At this time, I want to welcome you to your one-stop shop for all things music, sports, entertainment, and so much more. Much more. I want to welcome you to the Fourth Wall Cast. Cast.
1: I
2: want the truth. You can't handle the truth <laughs> today, Junior. But to be the man, you gotta be.
0: for your pop culture consumption. Let's give it up for Doc
2: I once brought a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel. Sorry. What happened? Get in my belly! Belly!
0: Next, they call him the third man in the booth, but he is number one in your hearts. Here's Sparky! What if we leave? Then you are
1: wrong. That's a good truth is,
2: I am. And at this time, introducing to you the host with the most, the baby face of podcasting. Let's make some noise for JC Bones.
0: Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. No, myself is an artist. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear. It's time to make it pop with the fourth wall cast.
2: Fourth Wall. That's not a good idea. Yes. No.
0: You started already, you assholes. And what up, fam? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things sports, music, entertainment, and so much more. Welcome to the Fourth Wall cast. I'm your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. And I am accompanied by my favorite tag team partners who have not been released today. They are still under contract <laughs> with the fourth wall. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. introducing to you first my right hand man, the tall, dark, and handsome, Mr. Doc Haas. What's up, Doc? How are we doing?
2: A brutal, brutal, brutal blows from WWE today. Right? It was just brutal hot. blows to the mid-card. Yeah. Just just massacred the whole lower mid-card. Yeah. For those of you that are listening
0: to the this, WWE announced their slew of releases, or at least the beginning. Of their releases, so who knows what's gonna happen between now and the time you're all listening to this episode. But Doc, I do have a question for you. How's that rash?
2: <laughs> um, it's doing good. It's doing good. Um, it's it's only spread to my kneecap. I don't know how it oh, got good, done there. good, good, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how it, I don't know how it bypassed like my thigh to my kneecap, but. You know, it's it's you know it's it is what it is. I was told by the doctors it's not the coronavirus, so that's good. Great to be able to get wait, by. Doc,
1: do you actually have a rash?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, Smarky, if if you would if you were here for the beginning of last week's episode we started off the episode with Doc still having the same rash he had from the week before. <laughs> yeah, i if he
1: still has it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. It's on my kneecap now. The knee rash. So, so Doc, but anyway, it, it so... hasn't reached your scrotum yet?
2: No, not quite yet. Okay, okay not good. Not quite yet. <laughs> Thank God. Not quite yet. It was funny. I was watching, uh, yeah, man, it's just, even watching Raw the night, just a real quick uh, a blurb about what I was just talking about, Though I was watching how Sarah Logan got like, you know, Pretty much dominated by Shane. I'm like, wow! it to like completely put an end to that character ever having any credibility. Any credibility, right? And, and she was released on Wednesday, so I was like, oh, all right. I'll explain that. And explains yeah. that she was written off so harshly. Yep. My goodness, it's crazy. Did
1: you? um, I mean, Drake Mavericks was uh, that
0: video was heart wrenching. Uh, no way, Jose's was too. I didn't. I didn't, see,
2: I didn't see a lot of the other videos. I saw Drake's though. I didn't watch any of them. Anyway. I, got, I saw the news. Like, I, I, when I got done working, I, there was like 55 messages on our WhatsApp uh, group chat amongst yeah. the network. And I was just like, okay, I got to read through all this all and the, all this. And see all 30-something names that have been
0: released so far. But anyway, on that note, let's introduce the third man of the show. Third man in the booth. Number one in the oh, yeah. hearts. Ladies That's and me. gentlemen, it's Johnny Smarks. Johnny. Hello everyone, Johnny. it's me. Great it's me. It's
2: number three. oh, I like
0: that. That's I like one. that. Yeah.
1: That needs to make its way into the intro. Yeah, I think, so. I think so. I wonder if I can get DDP to say that for me. Oh, if if you it's go on Jersey cameo, right you probably could. <laughs> what what the fuck is this cameo? <laughs> is cameo, know. yeah. It's something where cameo, like you,
0: you pay you pay a, a certain amount of money, and wrestlers, celebrities, actors will do a a
2: little cut for, it you, like, buy, for so you it's like buying an autograph essentially but like yeah. a video that It's okay, like an audio right. autograph or video Yeah, it's, a, it's like for me i think people i think people will start collecting those now and then mm-hmm. and it, when you run out of things like to collect like in like autograph collectors and memorabilia collectors that's just another type of memorabilia exactly oh yeah. dude
0: guess what 100 bucks i could have them say it there you go you can make it happen Smarty, I it's need to ask you it's, it's number three. Smarty, how does it feel to have Lakewood back in the headlines yet again <laughs> for having another 50-plus person party shut down by the police in the past 24, 48 I love hours? How-
2: before Smarky goes, I love how Bones only picks on Smarky, and he just completely <laughs> gives me the free pass. on I mean, from Lakewood. <laughs> well,
0: it's only because Smarky blew up a few weeks ago, and that was the first time I think in fourth wall history we've ever gotten to see that side of Smarky, the dark side of Smarky. Uh, so I think it's I was funny very to show him angry. Heated. But can you I believe was... that they're fucking? They haven't figured it out yet. It was more yesterday. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, fam, welcome to episode seventy-one of the Fourth Wall Cast. We are have a special episode set up for you today. We are bringing Smarky back to WCW. That's right, Smarky does WCW. We're going back in the wayback machine to nineteen eighty-nine, and uh, in lieu of the uh, NXT interim cruiserweight championship tournament, we're gonna go back. back I'm sorry, and watch. The Future Shock Tournament from Starrcade 1989, which consisted of Ric Flair, Sting, The Road Warriors, Lex Luger, Great Muda, Doom, and so much more. This tournament consisted of teams, 2 great teams, Muda. and singles stars. So, without further ado, fam, make sure you log on to your WWE network, go to WCW. Search the 1980s pay-per-views and get Starcade 1989 set up on your television. While you're doing that, this is going to be part one of a two-part episode. We're going to uh, stop halfway through today's show, somewhere around the one hour and 20 to one hour and 30 minute mark. Uh, that should be around the time Sting and, I'm sorry, Lex Luger and Ric Flair face off. So, without further ado... <laughs> Doctor. Yes. Johnny, are you guys hooked up and ready to go? Yeah, yeah hold let on. me, uh, let hold me on. just quick. I was quick. looking
1: at Cameo because there are some <laughs> weird <laughs> people on there. You're re-
2: <laughs> Hold on two seconds.
1: Are we all just going to press play at the same time?
2: Smart, yeah, guys. Smart I, I, E-L I E-L will count, count down. off. Just
0: so, hold on a second. So while Doc is setting up, I'm going to, as always, count down three, two, one. And when I say play, I'm we're going to press play. So for practice, it's going to be like this. Three, two, one, play. Again, when I say play, press play, and we're going to watch Starcade 1989 together. Oh, hold on. My closed caption is on. That's got to be fixed. We need to fix that. Why like, did Doc start? I was Doc, practicing. Because Doc's practicing. Jesus. Because <laughs> Doc has yet to get this right. This is probably about our maybe 10th or 12th watch along that we've done and he still hasn't figured it out yet
1: oh
0: my
2: god who was that Dude, oh, dude wait. the Omni, dude. dude I, haven't, I haven't seen something at the Omni in Atlanta in years, dude. That that was a weird arena. The top of the arena looked like an egg crate.
1: Dude, shut the shut the fuck up. I want to watch the <laughs> fucking thing. You can just Paint, show it to me when
2: it's dude. on. I'm painting a picture, dude. But you're not going to see the outside of the building. I'm painting a picture Well, of you didn't say
1: you were talking 7, about 14, the outside. 1989.
0: All right there, oh. Bob Ross. Are, are you done painting your, your happy little trees and your happy little, little birds? Can we watch Star King 89 now?
2: Arcade 89. Okay. All
0: right. You guys ready? Fam, make sure you have your TV set to zero 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 zero. Again, I'm gonna count down three, two, one, and press play. Are we ready? Yes. And three, two, one, play. This is this music, dude. Do you hear this 1980s music and look at this old school intro? Oh, it's Road just like Warriors. Wolfenstein. This is great. Yo, is, it's like the,
1: it's like um, Molly Hatchet.
0: Right. This is like every eight, late
2: '80s video game ever.
0: Here we go, live from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. This is around the time that I started watching wrestling in general, because it was like this era yeah. of Luger and Hollywood Sting, or Surfer Sting, however you want to refer to him as. Vader was in WCW at the time. What about you, I, Doc? And Vader,
2: when did you right? start? I started I, the earliest like feud I can remember is when Sat was when Savage turned on Hogan. I was probably like I was around like I have fleeting glimpses of that at three and a half, four years old.
0: Okay. I didn't really start watching until I was f- anywhere between five and six, I believe. I remember. Um, I, yeah. I know Doc. I think I think I may have told you guys this story once, but I started watching wrestling because I had these two guys in first grade, JP and Ronnie, who during uh, reading hour used to, we used to, they used to use the reading rug as a wrestling ring, and they used to do all these wrestlers finishing moves to me in in class. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta watch this wrestling shit. I gotta know what they're doing to me. That's funny. No,
2: yeah, it was for me. It was like um, I remember, as I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. I do. I remember like the whole thing with with Savage and Hogan and the turn and how it started. I remember the whole backstage segment with Elizabeth and like. Like I just I just remember all that as a kid. I think that was just because it was such a big deal. Because Savage and Hope. Because when I was a kid, like Randy Savage was super popular too, and so was the Ultimate right. Warrior. They were like the big three,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, in like the late '90s. And then when Savage became like a bad guy, that was a big deal when he was a right. heel. So I, I I do remember that, and I remember like the build to their match. I don't think I don't remember watching WrestleMania five.
0: Oh my I god! Do.
2: Look at Jim I, Ross. Look at JR and Terry Funk. And Terry F- so Terry oh. Funk. So some backstory for the fam: Terry Funk had been feuding with Ric Flair during this time. Terry Funk was an active competitor during this time too.
1: Oh, look at this yeah. asshole! And Terry Jay- Funk,
2: oh and, my oh, God. here comes Jay- Cornet with Cornette. his tennis racket.
1: Yo, he has been on a tirade lately.
2: Right. What is he not on a tirade? He always is. He's he's on the he's on the tirade he, tirade here too. But, Doc, to no, capitalize this is as, a say, car- as
0: a character. um for someone like Smarky who doesn't really know a lot of WCW, Terry Funk and Ric Flair have a very, very famous oh, I, feud as well from WCW.
2: And I actually even knew even that. In the
0: WA days. I'll
2: tell you, so 1989 was probably one of the best years of Ric Flair's career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, so wait, 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 wait.
0: What's, what's his point system all about? What's going on here? Doc, you want to explain?
2: Uh, uh, no. No. Because okay. yeah, I, I was <laughs> I did, looking at I, your, I your ugly faces.
0: Up. I missed that. So I, I, so I pretty much I, what this is, it's similar to like the Cruiserweight tournament where they have like different groups, and everyone will face each other. And it, depending on how you win, if it's pinfall, submission, DQ, countout, will determine how many points you get. And yeah, see, I don't, know has, the, I don't
2: know the split there.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the points were, but whoever has the most, the two with the most points will face each other at the end. The tag team
1: of Doom?
2: Yeah. This is Ron Simmons and... Um... Butch Reed. And Butch Reed, yeah. No way, yeah. the yeah, natural yeah.
1: Butch Reed?
2: Yeah. yeah. Look at this stage, dude. This looks like a P Funk concert.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, so oh. you had Doom and the Legion of Doom?
2: Yep. Well, they, they go by, so, Legion they go by of Doom. Road
1: Warriors, right? Yeah,
2: Legion of Doom is the collective name of the two of them and Paul Ellering. Ellering. Yeah. Okay. And, and then W's the w- up. Yeah, so this no, this is Rikishi is the headstrakers. This
0: is yeah, F- Samoa and Fatu.
2: Yeah, it's Rikishi and and uh, he just Samu. Said the Wild
0: Samoans though. Well, they're the new Wild Samoans. The new, yeah, that, that was the new wild so Samoans. that's how
2: they built them at first. But who, yo, was, who, their- who
0: was their manager? Uh, is that Captain Lou
2: back there?
0: That, that is Captain look, Lou. Is It doesn't look like him.
2: Oh, my God, the Steiners? Yeah. Yes, and and the Steiners. And there's the old school
0: Steiners. They were the champs at this time, the tag champs.
2: Yeah, so it's funny. You know all these wrestlers from when they showed up in WWE or mm-hmm. WWF in the right. early to mid-90s. But they also but we oh saw all Oh, my <laughs> Bones knew them when they'd shown up already. Mm-hmm. I started, so I started watching WCW around this time.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I might be like a few seconds ahead of you, but... This is insane.
0: So,
2: I'll so, you what so let
1: me get this right. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So you have the natural Butch Reed and
0: Ron um, Simmons. Ron, and Ron Simmons. Yeah, Farooq. Mm-hmm. So you, you
1: had. So you then had Rikishi and Fatu. No,
2: Rikishi was Fatu. Rikishi.
0: And Rikishi, Rikishi and, and
2: Samu. 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 They were the head strikers. This is the head strikers, essentially. Okay. Yeah.
1: Who is this with yeah. Doom? Who is the, who's the guy and the girl with Doom?
2: I is that scary? I don't know who the guy Oh, Doom that, that's with woman. woman. That's woman. woman. Yeah, I
0: think the girl's woman. And I, yeah, I just said that's woman. At this time, she was Nancy Sullivan.
2: At my first glance, that might be the, I thought it was The Undertaker, Mark Callis, because he was in WCW at this time. Yes, right. he was. No, that's he, he was, sure. was
0: still Mark Calloway, mean Mark Calloway, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. I I just did this at first glance maybe yeah Mean Mark Callis he went by gotcha. that was my fir- at first glance but I don't think it's him I guess where's my phone I'm just do they, so they still come out
1: to the fight song they do
2: no they don't it's the exact same character pretty much as WWF Steiner Brothers mm-hmm. yeah they didn't do any sort of change they just brought what they were doing at, in WWW look at
0: Rick Steiner's hair yeah that was all that was the same uh the same gimmick. I have face. something to uh, I have something to admit
1: to you guys. When Scott Steiner first came out as Big Papa Pump, for the longest time, I thought it was Rick Steiner as Big Papa Pump because <laughs> Rick Steiner and Big Papa Pump look alike. Scott Steiner looks
0: nothing like he did back in the no, day because he shaved his head, he dyed his hair, he dyed his goatee,
2: <laughs> and he freaking, he bulked up quick. Okay, so accompanying Doom to the rain was Woman. And a wrestler that went by the name of Nitron. Nitron was played by a gentleman, by a, by a wrestler named Tyler Maine. He's a Canadian actor and professional wrestler, name. better known. Wait up. Better known by the name Tyler Maine. He is known for playing Sabretooth in X-Men, Ajax in Troy, that's and, Michael where I know Myers, that and Michael Myers in the remake of Halloween and its sequel, Halloween 2.
1: Oh, so he's wow. legit.
2: So, so that's, that's Sabretooth. Who, that's... Yeah, so from that's the Knight, original that's original movie. Wow. Yeah. There's There'd there be Farouk. Look at him. He is, Damn. he is jacked, jacked man. He's an all-American football player. He was an athlete. He's an athlete, Farouk. Not was. Is this before
1: or after he wins the world championship? Well, is, is
2: before. 92 is when he won the title. This is 89. So he's about – you're about two years away from that.
1: This crowd is on fire, but there are so many open seats.
2: Yeah.
0: It's also still early in the pay-per-view, so you have to give them some chance for the seats to fill up. You never know. They didn't really worry about that too much back then.
1: No, he had Turner's money
0: in 89, right? Yep.
1: Yo, it why is up- Ron Simmons so good? Even back this, like... like
2: an athlete, and he just knows how to move like an athlete, and he knows how to perform like an athlete. and He he, he he was a great worker. Yeah, he was a great worker. He worked hard. Yeah, He's one of those dudes who didn't live the business like some of these other guys, but came in and worked hard, like The Rock or Roman Reigns has.
0: Ron Simmons was an athlete. He he was a storyteller. He knew how to sell. He knew how to put someone over. He knew how to make himself look good. He, He did it all. He had the charisma. He had everything.
2: It was a job to him. He treated him like a professional. Yep. So my, dude, I remember Steiner dude, Brothers.
1: I, I do no, not remember Butch Reed being that tall. God
2: damn. Dude, I love Rick Steiner. Did, did Butch <laughs> – Doc, Butch
0: Reed never made it to WWE, did he? Yeah, in the 80s. No, oh, wait. 80s. What am I saying? That's right. In the WWE. 80s,
2: yes. Yeah, he starred in WWE. He was in a WrestleMania 4 tournament, I it think. He was in a right. tournament.
0: Yeah. Wasn't he on a Survivor Series team with Dino Bravo once? Uh, he was in Survivor why. Series. He was. He was I don't know, the know same why. Same year. I, know. Know. I think it was probably the same, one, year, same year,
2: like '88. I mean. Yeah, the '88 was like when he kind of that was the height of his time in WWE. '87, '88. Mm-hmm. Right. He kind of got a little bit up the mid card, but he never like got close to winning the Intercontinental Title. I don't think or anything. I don't think he was ever seriously nah. considered.
1: Guys, Rick Steiner has a killer suplex, and he just gyrated to woman. That was funny. <laughs> so you said woman was um married
0: to kevin sullivan at this that's time.
1: exactly what i was about to ask As kevin Sullivan's oh yeah,
0: I yeah. St- i've
2: watched part one of- i still have to watch part two of that
0: um, you, you of- gotta catch up i just i, I started watching the the jimmy snooker story about the murder of his uh, ex-girlfriend oh
2: yeah what am i talking tel- about dark
0: the ring yes. yes yeah i have, have not so seen the benoit one
2: about it oh so a- good. the first that's pretty good i gotta watch it again before watching part two though yeah I wonder Gabby might watch with me because she's kind of into like the whole like mur- the murder Behind end the of it. shit, the conspiracy shit. Well, it's not yeah. even yeah. a conspiracy. She's well, into the whole, yeah. like the, the forensic end of it, you know? You. Yeah, it's interesting. So, like, she's an ID discovery fan. Cool.
1: All right, so can we talk yeah. about the camera people's jumpsuits?
0: <laughs> Those red jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you know, just they're a- they're
2: cameramen. Just so everybody sees them. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of not it's very empty, man. Very surprising. Yeah, man, Starcade was like their big event. WCW was kind of I don't I don't think they were they were definitely getting beat up by WWF a lot in this time. Like this was like the height of Hulkamania still. Yeah. This is the height of Macho. I mean, this was right Let's see, who was the champion in w, in 1989? Uh that was Hogan was champ. This was the start. They were about to start to build the Hogan Warrior at WrestleMania 6. So Warrior was The Intercontinental was the Intercontinental champ. Yeah. So there was, I mean, that was a a huge time for WWF. Like, those two guys were just, they transcended wrestling, Warrior and Hogan. Oh, look at woman. Yeah, you're definitely ahead of us, uh, (laughs) Smarky. So I know what that woo was for, and it took me five seconds to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) Scott Steiner brothers will always be... uh, I always remember them for putting on the only good match of WrestleMania Nine.
0: Uh yep. wasn't it. Them versus um,
2: but, um, um, Money Inc. No, it was the, no Money Inc. faced um. Oh, the Hogan, Hogan and Beefcake Mega Mega uh, It was the Steiner Brothers versus. Oh no! It was. It was, was it the Quebecers? Maybe. Oh, yeah, look this up now. We gotta look this up. I just remember, I always remember their performance from that WrestleMania was very impressive, and they they were the only, it was the only thing I can really take away from that.
0: Hey, wait, did anyone notice what month this uh, Starcade was? Yeah, December. December, okay. So this was already after WWF's WrestleMania 5, right? That was 589? Right. Yeah, that's. Hogan Savage.
2: Yeah, so Hogan face Savage. Hogan was still the champ. Mm-hmm. And they were said they were about to death. And in January, they started the build to Hogan Warrior. God damn,
1: Kevin Sullivan. Sorry. It's
2: easy, Sarky. <laughs> even now, Scott Steiner's pretty jacked. Yeah, he was always jacked. It's just. He- Then he did steroids and got more jacked. (laughs) Um, A lot more jacked. Did you see
1: him on NWA, man?
0: He Mm -hmm. was still jacked, but you can tell that he obviously is not doing it anymore. Yeah, he's got the gut. I love, though, how he took the fact that he can't cut a promo and made that his shtick. Like now he's known for just not cutting good promos, so he purposely gives
2: terrible promos wherever he goes now. I like it. So, the Steiner brothers' opponent at WrestleMania 9 is actually going to be one of their opponents tonight. The Head Shrinkers. Yeah, the Head Shrinkers. Yeah. There it is. That's who they face, is the Head Shrinkers.
1: So, in WCW, they were the new Wild Samoans?
2: The new Wild mm-hmm. Samoans. Probably one of the worst tag team names ever.
0: You know what I want to notice, guys? Even though it lo- from the 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 hard cam view, there's a lot of empty seats. If you listen to the audience, the audience they is don't hot. stop. They don't stop, and that's what I love. That that really adds the the whole ambiance and the vibe to these matches. You, even know yeah. even now, I don't remember what are, that's like
1: anymore in live yeah, wrestling.
0: Even if we have an audience at a live wrestling event, you don't get that anymore. Yeah,
2: you want to know why? Because they're not looking at their phones. Touche. You know,
0: you're right. A lot of us are on our phones. We're on our phones taking pics. Everybody's always trying like, oh, I
2: gotta go on Twitter. Look, I gotta show everybody I'm at the fucking wrestling pay per view. Yep. Yeah, like you gotta get into the freaking moment, man. I try when I'm at shows. I try to only like be on my phone in between matches if possible. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's like a need to know more. I was like, I gotta know if this thing happened. But I try to keep them few and far between when I'm at the live event. Look at that. Oh, look at that strength, man. Oh my goodness. That's a big boy to be lifting too. No, that's 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 uh, Ron Simmons. That's Ron Simmons. You're right. (laughs) Oh, is it? Wait, is it Ron Simmons? (laughs) They do look very similar from a distance. Body drop, textbook.
0: That's what I like about these matches too. Is they take the textbook offense and defense that you don't really see too much of anymore because nowadays everyone's very flashy. They've been very innovative on their on offense nowadays. Yeah. But these matches, these guys knew how to pace a match using this just wrestling 101. You know, backdrops, suplexes, scoop slams, body slams. Right. There was no two. Simple. Wrestling moves. Yeah, there was no Tope suicidas and four fifty splashes and six thirties and all this crap. Which again, I'm not not bashing
2: it. It's awesome. It, it I, comes. To, I think some wrestlers of this generation have become too. Was that
1: a time limit announcement?
2: Yeah, they have time. limits. Yeah, a lot. All WCW's 20? matches had time limits. Good.
0: Good. Yeah. Are they twenty minute time limits for these matches? Probably. I miss it if they said that,
2: I would think fifteen. So yeah, Rod Simmons is the more is the, is the more just a little more Jack. That one's Butch Reed. Butch Reed was the one we were talking about before, Smarky. Okay. Not that he's a small man.
1: No, no, he was he was huge in the '80s. I believe Scott, WWF.
2: I, I believe Scott Steiner was an action. Well, I know there. I know Scott and Rick Steiner. I'm pretty sure were all American wrestlers at Michigan, like legit all American wrestlers. Yep. Yeah. They were. They're part of that small fraternity. Oh.
0: Hey, guys. Back by a drop. Let's take a quick second so we can take a selfie. I'm in the dark. I'm going to send that to Amanda. She
2: says hi, by the way.
0: All
2: right. Good tag team wrestling, man. Yo, it's funny. Go, go, go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. It's funny when you hear Scott Steiner cut promos from this era, too, knowing what, like, he because of. Look who gets the hot tag. Rick's the one with the hot tag. He's the one that everybody's, you know. He was, he he's was the, the big he's one, the number yeah. one there, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, even in WWF, it was like that.
2: Yeah, I remember.
0: He started one,
1: barking like a dog.
0: Yeah, I remember listening to an episode of Something to Wrestle. Shout out to Conrad and Bruce Pritchard about the Steiner brothers. And when they first started around, even around this era, when uh, when they left and went to WWF, Rick Steiner was was meant to be the star of the team. He was the one that had that had the most uh, future ahead of him. But I think in terms of charisma and, for what it's worth, promo skills, Scott Steiner ended up shining more. <laughs> yeah. Look at that fucking stiff clothesline. Oh, my God. My goodness.
2: That it was, it was like a punch. Yeah. That <laughs> was like a discus punch.
0: Look at this. They're so heel. Doom. Almost. Oh, my God. They were always heel, right? You can't be a face with a name like Doom. Yeah, yeah well... Legion oh. of Doom <gasps> Sabretooth just tripped Rick Steiner. The dog face, oh, just took him Sabretooth.
2: down. That was awkward looking.
0: <laughs> That's why you don't put actors in a wrestling ring.
2: <laughs> well, he's a wrestler too. He, he wrestled also. Like, he did the like, he was a wrestler during this time. I think that became an actor, right? Do you yeah. remember, Doc, if they
0: if WCW had the power plant at this time yet? Or was the power plant? Uh, I think
2: that might have came in the 90s, the power plant. That's
0: a good question. Yeah. Do you know what the power plant is, Smarky? I do. It was a wrestling school. Yeah. That was was their performance center. The original. That's it. it. Steiner's won. So that was a countout, right? Countout victory? Yep.
2: I was looking up what Rick Steiner is doing now. He's a real estate broker. Hmm.
0: Rob Rex Steiner is the real name. Is it really? Yeah, their last name is R E C H S T E I N E R. Rex Steiner. That's their la- their full last name. Yo
1: lady, dude, or woman, woman, whatever the woman, fuck it is.
0: Lady, I think was a different valet. I'm pretty sure there was a valet named Lady who I th- Correct me if I'm wrong, doc. I believe was with Macho Man, maybe in the 90s era in WCW. I could be making that up, though.
2: I don't remember no lady.
0: No, maybe I'm making that up. But it sounds good to me, right, John? It
2: does. Sounds like it would make sense. There was uh, Tully Blanchard's uh, escort. Um, wasn't Baby, though. It was, uh, wasn't was that... um Baby Doll.
1: Baby Doll, yeah. Baby, baby
2: doll.
1: doll. Oh, Baby Doll. I was just watching the episode where... Uh, we talked about this. Tali goes after.
2: Uh... We got Muda, right? Muda.
0: They're yeah, introduced.
2: This, it. Yep. Dude, this, this set, this. this like, know cool. When I I talk about production, is what I this is, I think it shouldn't be any more than this for production. Right. It should look oh, like a rock yes. concert.
1: Oh my God! Look at him. He's so what's young. the
2: uh, uh, what's his name? The Magic Gary Hart. Yep. Is that an actual Hart? No, he was a t- he was a big WCCW guy, Texas mm-hmm. guy. Before coming, to the, after, after they no, shut down. No, it's Sting? They're all facing each other. It's a round-robin tournament. Oh, my God, look at Sting. Yeah, Sting would look, oh, he was, he was, he was prime Dude, he was, so this. Dude, he was oh, he was, dude, he was the man during this time. He mm-hmm. was such a baby he, face. As you can see from his face paint, he was mm-hmm. supposed to be the answer to the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. <laughs> which that's is funny because
1: they were friends. Exactly. Yeah, they, they were, were, were a tag,
2: tag team. They were workout partners too. They yeah. were workout body, they had bodybuilder together. They were a tag team together. They they got a
0: track together. What was the name of their tag team?
2: Oh, I couldn't Sky, tell you.
0: Skyscrapers? No, skyscrapers. That, that was um I, that was Undertaker.
2: Or, Sky, some, skyscrapers and, are in are um we supposed to be. In this tournament, I remember reading that the other day. Let me see. And um, who was the team that took their place? I think the I think the the head shrinkers are the team that took their place.
0: Oh no, that was uh, it was, or, a, um, was Sid, big Sid, vicious and dangerous Dan Spivey. Right, right, and right, then, right. And dangerous then eventually Dan Spivey, eventually Spivey, mean Mark Callis. There he is. Became the match. Oh my god! Skyscraper.
2: Look at the Look at Flair's hair, dude. This was Flair's hair at its best. Flair never had better hair than during this late '80s. '89 yep. so was a great year for Nature Man. Here Sparky, first we're gonna match. We're gonna do we're gonna do, Sav- uh, we're gonna do Flair Steamboat at some point for you during this. Oh, Sparky, sounds watch sounds WCW. Oh yeah, dude, one of the Flair at his finest. Here we go. Stainer starting it up. Listen to that music.
0: Sting and Ultimate Warrior were called the Blade Runners. The okay. Blade Runners? Yep. Look at that tail, dude. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <Seder>. <laughs> That's
0: right. I forgot he had a little ponytail. Oh, man. He wow. was really... Oh, man. Attracted that Southern audience in. Uh, uh, fam, on behalf of these other two Oh, my two God. Crowns, look at
1: Lex Luger.
0: Joining me on so the show, was... I want to apologize to our good friends, Mr. Fretz and Nate the and Great for us, not really knowing our wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if Francis was on here, he'd have the answer to every question right now. We apologize should, for being terrible wrestling Next time
2: we do this, we should have him on to be our stack guy. <laughs> yes, that'd be perfect. So who's, who's Luger? What belts do you have there? Is that the big gold belt? So he's the champion? No, Sting Stam- Flair was the champion during this time. The of the 90s, <laughs> and I
1: think that we have to say that these two men
2: are going to control much of the direction that pro wrestling will take in
1: the 90s.
0: They're both young, they're in their 20s, and they are the prototype of this modern era of athletes. But you know they have to show a fella
2: like Rick Flair that. They're going to have to show up to
0: him the hard way, Jim. Look at Luger.
2: Will be Rick Blair and the great what
0: Luger. a size of him. Yeah. Here at start Luger was always, always friggin' jacked. It's so sad yeah. seeing him now. How he my sh- dad he talk- My up. dad and I talk about that all the time.
2: Price you pay. Yeah, Luger was super. It was I guess super healed during this time.
0: Going right up the steps, eh? right behind the oh uh, you you hear the crowd doing the ooh every time mm. he gets hit. I love I love when the crowd does that. It's cool to hear them doing it even back then in the late eighties. Yep. So now at this time, Luger was Luger and Sting
2: were both baby faces, right Doc? No, Luger, I think Luger was a Luger heel was during a this heel? time. Yeah, he sounds like it. Sounds like he's a heel. They in Atlanta, he was a heel, and that's all that matters for our viewing. You know, uh, Luger was the United States champion during this time. Okay, that was the U.S. belt. This was his. Uh, it was his Ooh, third nice. reign. This was his title reign that he was in the midst of his title reign that lasted five hundred and twenty-three days. Oh my God. He was champion from May 22, 1989. He won a house show and then lost to a Halloween Havoc 1990 to Stan Hansen. Wow.
0: Stan Hansen in 1990. Look at that cell. Yeah. Oh, my. Can we just give a round of applause to that that entire sequence right there? That was fucking, that mm-hmm. was classic right there.
2: That's, that's just classic good big guy oh wrestling. Oh, my God. It was so good.
0: You know, I I really have to say I I enjoyed, always enjoyed listening to Cornette on commentary. Cornette's a
2: great personality. He's just a dickhead. He's just an asshole in real life, yeah. He's a great wrestling personality. He's just a fucking dick. There's there's no doubt as to why he's made it in the wrestling industry. He's perfect for it. The problem is he's just not perfect for society.
0: Right. Like you know,
2: outside of the outside of the wrestling world. (laughs) Hey
0: fam, sorry about that. If you can please go back and pause the video at twenty-seven twenty-nine. We had technical difficulties over here, but we're going to start back up again at twenty-seven twenty-nine. You guys ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play.
2: Got some pistachios and some uh, peanut butter pretzel nuggets over here to snack on.
0: I got some oatmeal raisin cookies
2: that I've been little, watching. Yeah, yeah, nice. I got a, little, uh, got a little two count there from the stainer. Flair begging for forgiveness. Look at that. Luger, Luger you mean? Luger. Luger. Well, he was doing his Flair impersonation. He had to forgive me. <laughs> and they also, a lot of them all
0: had that same style of haircut anyway.
2: Listen to that crowd go for the stinger. Thanks, Luger. Oh, God. Just the selling, though. Just the yep. selling fantastic, man. The storytelling.
0: And look, there's the communication. Luger, I'm going to hold your arm. You're going to do this next.
2: Perfect. Guys move too fast to be able to plan stuff like that, like that out like this anymore. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta slow down and like let your emotions tell the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, sour pistachio. <laughs> oh, see, I like the sour pistachios. How much time is remaining? They better listen to their time. They have to be in this
1: particular tournament.
2: Look at Sting's pants,
1: man.
2: He never went back to this either. Nope. Like, after he went to, like, NW, he never went back to, like, Ultimate Warrior Sting. <laughs>
0: yeah. He only did it uh, for an appearance at StarCast 1, I believe. Yeah, he, he did it. Yeah, he went to StarCast 1 as uh, Holly, as Hollywood Sting or Surfer Sting again, whatever however you want to refer to him as.
2: Is that what they call this? Surfer
0: sting? Surfer sting, I believe.
2: I always said a blonde hair sting was always kind of a big one for me.
1: Another Irish witness. I got it. He also
2: right always with the scorpion on the pants though always yeah that that was and th- I like
0: that about his co- his costumes too because that was like his thing even when he went to black and white he still had the scorpion on one of his legs that was always mm-hmm. his thing that's a, that's a person that where he took a gimmick and was able to stick with it very similar to Undertaker you know yeah yep. it, it,
2: the heartbreak kid gimmick heartbreak kid, you know yep
0: the excellence of execution gimmick. You can get into these gimmicks and you could stick with it for your whole career.
2: You just tweak them. You yep. just tweak them. And that's only one way you can go about it. You could also be a Mick Foley and have like two different major characters yeah, of your career multiple even like personalities. Even Literally. like Scott Hall. You can really say Scott Hall was a multiple personality with the Razor Ramon character.
0: Yeah, because it was still the same character. Just like even back when he was the Diamond Doll. In WCW, you know? right? He always had the toothpick. It was very, it was very similar. His his mannerisms were always the same. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, in other words, that means that Scott Hall, the person, was the character. No matter what his his wrestling gimmick name was, it was always Scott Hall. You always got Scott Hall. You know, right. guys.
1: Can we talk about Luger? In just, I've never, you know, Luger for me was. Narcissist. Mm-hmm. This is way different, Luger, <laughs> and the Lex. Express. Do you only
2: know the, the Lex Express? Is that like all you know of Luger is the Lex Express? Well, oh, I said, knew Narcissist. And even if that was even around very long, he was only he only did that for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I, I
1: I watched some old school like Four Horsemen stuff with him, but that's about it. Here, hey, here's he, the question. he
2: was he was a big feud. He feuded with them a lot when he first came up.
0: Here's a question: Who was Luger's manager in WWF when he debuted as the? Hey DiBiase. Oh, no, was no, Bobby DeBry. It? It, it was Bobby, Bobby DeBry. Oh, yeah, it was DeBrain? Bobby
2: DeBry. And and, and, I, and was Brother Love involved with that too? I don't know. No. I definitely know Bobby the Brain was involved, and Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect was also one of his managers. Yes. Mr. Perfect escorted him to the ring. His Perfect couldn't wrestle for oh, a Oh, that's miss.
0: right. He wasn't wrestling while well. he was the, a manager. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. So they brought him. They, they had him on commentary. They had him manager because Kurt Hennig could do anything awesome.
0: Pretty, with Brother Love. Pretty much after Undertaker, Brother Love was just an interview guy. He he just did the interviews with his um, what the hell was this, his uh,
2: segment called?
0: the house
2: no of love? No. no the uh, um parky brother loves tv brother loves freaking show his interview show the interview show that love was on love. superstars
1: Whoa, wasn't the love shack was it oh no was it, it was the, not, love shack? the love
2: shack was it the love shack That's the b52 song it is not the love shack oh, it was my not God. a shack
0: yo frex
2: is i got this this, this is my job is on this show hold right
0: on i don't
1: know our shit then, hold right. on this is this is my thing i got this
0: it was just called The Brother Love Show. No, no it, it definitely had another name. Hosted a segment of World Wrestling Federation called The Brother Love Show. Wow, I thought it was something else. All right. Well, The Brother Love Show. So well, he, well, Bruce, if you're listening, it should have been called The Love Shack
2: or The House of Love. I really
1: wish Pritchard actually Kay. listened to us, but he definitely... I'm
2: turning, my, I'm turning my brain back to, like, nine years old, and I'm trying oh. to remember... Oh, I he tweaked oh, his ankle. The that was a rough... That's the same one that Seth Rollins killed. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, that was a rough, rough landing. Or is he just selling? I don't know. He may I think he's selling. his ankle. I
2: think, I think he's selling. He's got a whole night of fighting to do. And you know Sting's going to be a major part of his tournament. He's and the top he, and the he is company. the icon, so... Now... I'm sorry, I had, a, I had a brain fart for a second here. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to turn back to 1993, brother. Love, right? Mm-hmm. I think Heenan introduced Lex Luger to WWF, and then Mr. Perfect was his manager until he until the Lex Express started. That was a terrible, terrible angle, the Lex Express. Well, he was supposed uh, to was be the a next. It terrible time. angle
0: to the real fans, but what he did in the Lex Express when he literally toured with that bus, people were into it. You know, he was he was over. He wasn't over. It?
2: Who was, who was he, into he,
0: it? Hold on, he was you over. Tell me, as you a, people, all those people that that always came to the events and the Lex Express, You always saw the videos. That was
2: stage.
0: No, are you telling me wrestling is fake?
2: I, wait, I'm not sure wait, if you what? know wrestling's fake right now. Have <laughs> you been
0: talking to Rhonda? You've been talking to
2: Rhonda, haven't you? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if you quite know how wrestling works right now, Bones. <laughs> wrestling's real, damn it. Well, it was ridiculous. <laughs> they're pushing his whole face and then he goes into SummerSlam 93 and he beats Yokozuna on count out. But we've talked about this in the cast before. If you ever watched a main event, the SummerSlam 93, which is Lex and Yoko? Like, he... He wins by countout, and McMahon celebrates like he has just like saved the world and saved America because he beat the big, bad Japanese wrestler. But he didn't win the title.
1: So th- It th- was th- a body th- slam contest. No, no. That, that was on tripping. the
2: USS that Intrepid. Wasn't that, SummerSlam. Was a, that, that was um, that wasn't SummerSlam. an attraction event. That's what set up SummerSlam. Oh,
0: Luger. That, oh, he's so heel. Oh, healed. the heel. What a heel move. So heel. He grabbed the ropes. Oh, and Nick Patrick.
2: Nick Patrick calls the dirty win. Oh, my God. That is Nick Patrick. That's a young that's the, Nick, yeah, Nick that's Patrick. That's a young
1: Nick Patrick, bro. Oh, isn't and that That Brisco? looks like a
2: Briscoe. Yeah, that looks like, that looks like Gerald Briscoe. No, that's the Briscoe. Brisco. That's his that that brother, brother, man. That's brother, but that's one that of the Briscos. Jack Briscoe? Brisco? Jack Briscoe? Brisco? I think
1: that's Jack. Yeah,
2: that is yeah. Jack Briscoe.
0: So Luger's a heel, huh? Yeah, that was, uh, that was dirty. Look at poor Sting. Now, here's the thing. That was kind of sloppy, but it, it worked for what it was because it was sloppy was, fr- was, was sloppy. No, 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 no,
1: road. no, 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 no. We are so in tune with how clean WWE is that we forget that wrestling is like a sport. And No, that's not dirty. That is what it would look like in real life. Yeah, it would.
0: Was- frantic hey, it was no, no. sloppy it was listen quick. i'm i'm not complaining what i what i was getting at was if you let me finish smarky it was sloppy getting over the rope but it made for because the pin was sloppy the the, the win was sloppy so the whole, Look at that face. the whole the whole sequence made sense uh, who's that's this that's that's all i was saying she's just uh, the Vanna white of the night i guess holy 80s hair. So man. Luger got 20 points for a pinfall. It was neither Briscoe.
2: Both Briscoes, they were both in WWF at the time. Oh,
0: so I don't know like who one. it was.
2: It was not, not a Briscoe.
1: Oh, Doom's back.
2: Doom's back. Doom. And on the road, Warriors. Nice. Here we go. Look at that young Paul. I love Look that. At Look Hillary, at Ellery, Paul Paul Ellery's ready to kick some oh. ass, dude.
1: So is he... What? So get he was he an Olympic judo judoku, or was he just really good in judoku?
0: Who uh, Emer- I knew that he
1: like yeah. Look that I'm gonna hmm. let you look that up, Dad, but I think he was an Olympic judoku. No, oh. look at this Nitron guy. <laughs> he
0: he may have been, but I will tell you this: he is not a martial arts hall of famer like
2: Bruce Prichard is. Dude, here we go. Paul Ellerine. I love his, how his it Wikipedia starts. Paul Ellerine is an American professional wrestling manager, professional wrestler, and dog musher.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he, did he do the Iditarod? Uh, Guys, I need to admit something to you right now because it, I just noticed this. The Road Warrior's hair is opposite. Did you ever notice that?
2: I never, like, put that together. Yes. I never Pocket put that Pocket animal's together. hair. Yeah, Holy shit. Hair, like, yeah. Really?
0: You guys,
1: oh, look have at, you
0: noticed that before?
1: Look at Ron Simmons.
2: Oh. Look at um, that pack. I <laughs> uh, have an update on Paul Ellery. Um, he was, he was not, and see nothing to do with martial arts or judo with him, but he, he did run the Iditaron. He has done, and he came in 2000, he came in 54th place. Oh, wow. That's yeah. like really good He wasn't wrestler. um he, he's got he's won some wrestling championships though I think though Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a couple tag team championships like indie stuff
0: Yeah
1: Look at this ref. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Hawk it Looks like Dennis Eckersley Dude He looks like You remember American baseball player Dennis Eckersley From the 90s That's quite a Kind of looks like Wade Boggs too
0: Dude Hawk is an He is an Absolute monster Look, look this, is, this is He's in such good shape too It's a shame that he was never able to Uh Maintain this. You know what, though?
1: If he didn't have his vices, man, he probably would still be... right. He, he would wrestle as long as Flair.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree. Hold they both on. would. Because don't forget, animals still went for a while, too, even after Hulk passed. Yeah. And a little tidbit of information for the fam, if you guys don't know. Hawk is the brother of John Laurinaitis, who is also yep. the stepfather of the Bella Twins.
1: Who also just fired 27 people today.
0: No, Animal. No, no, Adam, not Animal. Uh, animal. 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 Wasn't animal. Laurinitis? Animal's Laurinaitis. No, La- Laurentis no, is no longer with WWE, bro. That was uh, Mark Carano that made all the phone calls. Wait, Laurenitis retired? No, he was let go. He was released a while ago. Oh, you know that. All right, I'm going to look this up now.
1: I don't get into the whole internal company shit, you know.
2: I just like watching wrestling. Me too. Well, if you like, guys this watch, break,
1: if you guys wrestling. watch like Total
0: Divas and I don't, Total and be- the, uh, I don't Total watch Bellas. Total Divas
1: because you learn I'm about a man. these
0: things. Wow. I, I have be- no
1: interest wow. in Total wow. Bella. or Total Divas?
2: Bum show. I'm gonna watch scripted television. I want to have fighting.
1: Yeah. I I watch enough scripted television. Dude, the ref's pretty tall, too,
0: man. Doc, all right, you were right. It was Animal. That was my bad. Yeah, Hulk is uh, Michael Hegstrand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, no, Animal and and Johnny Ace. I think we just (laughs) lost all credibility with all of our wrestling fans that listen to the show. You You did. Yeah, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. That's why we're no longer a wrestling show. (laughs) <laughs> Show wrestling is weird. It is. This is why I uh, I liked it better when no one broke the fourth wall. See what I did there?
1: Shut up. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of breaking the fourth wall, punk apparently is going to be on SmackDown this
2: week. Wait, what?
1: Yeah. We're we going to have to talk see? about that.
2: Wait, where'd who? you see that?
1: Oh, well, one of those stupid ass dirt sheets that Bones watches. I forgot which one. Dude, those are hard shots. Those were not.
2: Damn. These guys were tough. These guys didn't fuck around in the 80s. These guys were all bad motherfuckers. They took pride in being bad motherfuckers before being like great athletes. A lot of these dudes.
1: Power slam. Look, that was even a dirty power slam, and it was still more believable than Randy Orton's. Power slams now are just about the speed.
2: Where's the power of the power slam? Oh, what a bad boy! Erling,
1: go beat her up. So we're not all right. So guys, let let's talk about this match. Okay. So we have, so we have the Road Warriors, and Doom. Who's the better tag team here?
2: Is oh, it Road automatically War- the Road, Road Warriors War- because oh, it's the Road Batman. Warriors? Yep. I mean I think I'm thinking the Road Warriors. I mean, they just got done the eighties were their deck. They were the best tag team in the eighties. This was like just so, the end of the decade they owned.
1: Yeah, Road so they Warrior's were, date back to the 80s. They AWA were on their downswing time. in the nineties. What's that? They were on a downswing?
2: In the ni- Yeah, w- by w- the F- time they got the WWF for their for their first run, they were like that was the end of their prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you caught the end of the of the of the Road Warriors Prime. You got to go watch the old AWA Road Warrior stuff, man. They were huge in the AWA in the mid 80s. Um, I think they also were were in Texas. They hopped, they territory hopped a lot in the 80s. Like they took full advantage of the territory system until Vince just threw a bunch of money at him because he stopped trying. He was done with trying to create teams that were like replicas of them. Right. So I want to comment on something. The real thing.
1: In today's wrestling, and I get it. I'm a smark, and you're all smarks. We're all marks at some point. you We watch Except for, for Don, the wrestlers. For we watch the, for the wrestlers communicating with each other, right? I'm not the only one that does that. Oh,
2: yeah, we all yeah, do. I, yeah, I'd give an eye on it.
1: Okay. I have not seen, at least in this match, one time where I've caught them communicating to each other. How cool lot, is that?
2: Yeah, because it's a lot easier to choreograph body slam, choke hold, Wait a minute. Yeah, we'll talk. more on the we will talking. we on the mat. <laughs> you know.
0: So they're <laughs> talking right now. Yeah, right now the yeah, ref right is probably now. talking to him too. He's helping him give him a uh, direction.
2: He was like, "Listen, I'm going to throw a hard curve, and this time I'm going to get Gibson. He's not going to hit that home run off me. <laughs> make make me make me a goat of his iconic moment."
0: But going back smartly to what you said. You know, Hawk and Animal when they went to WWF at the time, they just went there because of their, of their name. You know, they went there to bring some name value over to the tag division in WWF. Was it a money grab? It was definitely a money grab. They they were the biggest tag team in pro wrestling at this time. Oh, uh, not unquestionably.
2: At, at least unquestionably. in the U.S.
0: I can't speak of what was going on in Japan at the time in all Japan. But I, I, I definitely that, know I they, they were, were. I'm pretty sure they were popular they in Japan. Still, too, man. Well, they, they had a stint in Japan as well. But did yeah. they really? They did. Huh. Uh, but yeah, but when they went to WWF, they were never able to capitalize on the same superstardom or main Dude, event status they had. in how ever high,
2: asked. Yeah, look how, how see high that? Animal just got. The shoulder block, man, and just look at the energy of the match pickup, man. Hey, was Idis ever a football player? Uh, I don't know. His, 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 his kid plays football. Really? His kid played foot. Was a linebacker for the Packers. For a good linebacker, I think he went to the Pro Bowl a couple times. Oh wow! Yeah, Ohio State guy. Oh. I'm not mistaken. Now this is just. I, down. I think they're all. I think. I think he played for Ohio spike. State.
1: Oh, nice. Sorry, I thought we were going to see <laughs> a, a spike pile driver, but I just realized it was oh cheap pin, cheap pin by the Road Warriors. That was a cheap pin.
2: I mean, it's a round robin tournament. You're going to oh, okay. get frantic. You're going to get More frantic from- finishes like that.
0: Smarty, to answer your question, um, Animal, Joe Laurinaitis, was always a American professional wrestler. Had never had a stint in football. Okay. Interesting.
2: But John Lauren, I mean, um, James Laurinaitis is his son. James Laurinaitis is the one that played football. <laughs> Ooh, what a rush. That was actually pretty good, dude. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, dude, that's one you. that's been one of your best impressions.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you. I know I had it in me. But that fucking killed my throat. I'm gonna say hi to R V D and Matt Riddle now.
2: Yeah, man, they were tag they were they were uh They they were tag team champions in Japan and Japanese promotions I too. I'm
0: so excited. I'm sorry to cut you off, Doc. I, I was always a fan of Great Muda. <laughs> This is gonna be awesome to see him, man, in in, in his heyday, late '80s, early '90s. For him, was great.
2: Huge fan. This injury, is definitely his yeah. definitely his American heyday, without a doubt. In America, correct? America, yes. Yeah. You know,
0: I'll tell you what, Ric Flair is fixing to come out
2: here right now, and I'll say one thing: he's a tough competitor, and he's as good as he is. Oh, yeah. This was the time when Flair. Was it using the. um. He's using fanfare for the. Yeah, are those the Andersons? The yeah. Yep.
1: yeah.
2: Are we Is still this, in four horsemen, the horsemen time? Still, the horsemen are still like a thing here. Yep. The, I don't know if they're calling themselves the horsemen here, but like they're all a thing. Like Oli had just come back recently. Only had been out of the picture for a while. Because we had already gone through Tully. We'd gone through Barry Wyndham at this point. I don't think they were calling themselves the horsemen, though.
0: And Flair was holding the NWA world title at this time. because NWA title was still going around in the world of WCW. Right. That, was, that was Santa Claus that was waving to us. <laughs> like the
1: NWA Santa Claus?
0: No, it was just oh, some fat dude with a white beard or a fake white beard.
1: So listen, I think to this day and I think what what's Flair, 72, 73 years old now, 71. His physique has not
2: changed since no. 1980. Look no, at he's a, he's no. he's definitely a lot Flair, more
0: muscular here. Flair never had that chiseled wrestler look like the Hulk Hogan's and the Sting's or Lou's oh, of this era.
2: But I, 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 there's some pictures of Flair from the mid-80s where he's looking pretty buff, man. Yeah
0: pretty buff but he was never chiseled like everyone else was but like his body style oh my god is, his body style was perfect for like the american pro wrestler guys awesome. we're talking about flair right now we got to talk about muda Yeah, sparky have you right.
2: ever seen the Look at muda go. wrestle what what you what are your what, you, what are your experiences with muda sparky
1: so my muda experience is just stuff i've seen you know like random things on youtube and stuff not not with him this
2: young yeah, Muda was Muda was cool, man. Is that a mask or paint? Paint. paint. He was uh, he was definitely something different for WCW at this time. This is before they this was before Bischoff started bringing the cruiserweights in. Bro, he no sells like, a lot, huh? He's Japanese.
1: <laughs> He's no selling everything. Oh my god, right into a figure four. He's no selling a figure four. This is a mysterious character. It's,
0: Who's up under? Oh, 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 what is this? Who's this? Holy and are innocent are getting attacked by. Is that.
2: Was that Sullivan? No. No, that's. I what have no that? clue who that is. I, I not have clue so what was what no I clue who that tell. is. I are not even tell. They must be with Gary Hart's, wherever Gary Hart was managing at the time part is of people. Is that his
1: Duke, table. the dumpster Drozy?
2: <laughs> I don't think so. Ooh, Moonsoul. Oh my at. God. Gary Hart always have weird characters, so they're probably with him. Uh oh. Yo, and, and you're package. talking about hold yeah. on, Smark. You're
0: talking Flair about Muta, no selling. L- look at Ric Flair. He no sold uh, that moonsault. He, he did He put his he knees, knees up. up. And being small, with a small package. package. He put his knees
2: up. He didn't no sell. He defended it.
0: Uh, he did put his knees oh, up. Oh, I, I missed yeah. his knees. All right, I missed that. Let's see the replay. Future Shock, Backbreaker. You don't see.
1: Watch this. Watch how this fast spec- he sets up for this moonsault.
0: Look at this. Boom. He goes up, and he's over. Oh, these are up. Okay. But you look, know. Muda no-sells it, kind of. Muda had a short stint in WCW. He was only here for about a
2: year. He, in the yeah, but it was an impactful stint. He was He was in the main event the whole time. Pretty I love much. that Hart heart was, was in the ring the whole time. So leading up to this Muda was flaring with Sting a lot. Yeah. Or feuding with Sting. So and I want to Muda might have been the television champion at the time.
1: So they're doing tag team matches and singles matches, right? So now they're
2: we
0: have type. Yeah. So now yeah. we have the Steiners back and the Wild Samoans I think are going to be
1: Oh, I want to
0: see back. Young Rikishi. Seen them yet.
2: Okay, the wrestlers that came out to assist um, Muda were Buzz Sawyer Oh, I remember that name. And the Dragon Master, wow, better known as Mister Sakurada, the Dragon Master yes. Kazuo Sakurada. So that's who came down to hell. I don't remember those guys. I don't uh, really remember Gary Hart in WCW. That's that's a vague. That's a memory that's not as strong for me. Okay,
0: I was wrong. It's the Road Warriors and Steiners. They just oh, wrestled. How look, they just they, got a five minute break. Respect, respect, respect between the two teams. Respect five to the Zubay minutes. out, shake hands, good game, slap ass, let's do this.
1: Guys, Road Warriors only got about five minutes there.
2: Yeah, because they're not fucking bitches like the kids are nowadays. Right. Yeah, nowadays. You whippersnappers with your pitch counts in here. Your... Yeah.
1: I think what this is is
2: the
1: insensible Oh, shot. All right. Do we have to listen to Mr. Tennis Racket? Sorry.
2: Someone does not like Jimmy C. Uh, Look at just, that. Look at that with the single leg. Like. Oh. He's trying to get two. Oh, he's going for another two. Ooh. Injury. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that on the map. <laughs> not in college.
1: So they were called Hawk and Animal even outside of WWF.
2: Yeah. The only thing they WWF did to the trademark them was take the stable name and make that the tag team name.
1: Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, well, Road Warriors was a movie at that point, I think. I think they couldn't use that. Correct. WCW that got away with it for some reason.
2: I don't, they don't know if it was a movie. I just don't think. I just think W. I think just the one, they wanted the name Road Warriors. They probably figured they were going to go to another promote date. I mean, they had a couple different runs in WWF.
0: Actually, on that note, <clears throat> on what Smarky's saying, I believe that is why, because a lot of these names. They were the Road Warriors in WWF also when they went there but they became Legion of Doom once they started going on uh once they started getting Aww. the Monday Night Television like around the beginning of Raw I'm pretty Aww. sure oh, they I'm
2: oh, No, they were calling the Legion of Doom at WrestleMania 7 and that was yeah, 1991. They were. And that was 91. Damn. That was that was a that was a money decision. I I can only imagine that was some sort of trademark money wait, decision. Wait, wait.
1: Who did they wrestle? Uh, the I'm remembering back to WrestleMania 7. All I remember is the Nasty Boys. That was the
2: Hart Foundation, and Nasty Boys. That was the tag title match. So who did Legion
1: of
0: Doom wrestle? Maybe Barbarian and Warlord? That's what I'm thinking. Barbarian and Warlord. They were from the Heenan family.
2: Or were they faced Demolition? Was it Demolition? Was that when Demolition and the the Legion (laughs) of Doom faced each other? Did that ever actually happen? Here comes X, and here comes the Smasher... Did that ever actually happen? I think I was right the first time. I think I'm thinking too hard. Great tag match from WrestleMania Seven was um was um the Rockers and uh, I'm drawing a brain fart again.
1: Ooh, very heel move by a Hawk there, breaking up the count. The Rockers faced the Barbarian and Haku. That was that was the first match of the night.
2: Yes, it was.
1: That was my first pay per view I ever watched. Me and WrestleMania Seven have a very special bond.
2: Oh my God! Power look at Hawk! Glory. Look at Hawk! Power and Glory, Hercules and Paul Roma. They squashed them. They squashed. Uh, they squashed Power and Glory. Power and glory. Yeah. Yo,
1: no, Hercules always Hercules was a Zack Ryder of the eighties and nineties. Great wrestler, but never got the chance.
2: I don't, I don't know if I would call him a great wrestler. That's a stretch. Huh. He had the look. He the a had chain look, man. You know. He had the right. look.
1: So back back to this match. I gotta keep you guys on, on task here. What's cool about this event is that I know most of the people. We gotta go back to like Nitro and and other stuff where I don't know anybody. <laughs> you
2: well, know, you know but you know a lot of these people. before. This is like what they were doing before you got to know them, though. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I agree.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Doc, I can't wait to have Smarky watch WCW in, like, the year 2000 when the NWO consisted of Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, Bret Hart, and Jeff Jarrett. I still say-
1: <laughs> Jeff
0: Jarrett. That that was yeah. that, that was the Vince Russo era. That's like what he like true. yellow yellow sunglasses, Jeff Jarrett? Uh I don't think he was doing the yellow sunglasses at that time. They may have been black or white NWO. So so that belly to belly by this
1: I think that was an animal, wasn't the same.
2: Strike, dude. Scott Snyder always had the strike.
1: So are are these four on steroids right now?
2: um i think in the 80s man you gotta assume that this time that most wrestlers were hitting the juice to keep up with wwe at this point or wwf but you know i don't ever want to i don't ever want to say definitely because i don't know for sure i don't want to you know blasphemize somebody
1: it's just a shame like you know the effects of that stuff and they didn't really know or didn't care. Oh man. That was so heel of Scott Steiner.
2: I know. Right. Setting him on on that top turnbuckle. Look at him. Get that crowd involved. Give me it. Come on. Yo, no way. No way. That was like on his head. Hawk like no sold That that's Hawk, man. He didn't try to jump or anything. He was just like, you're going to throw me like a man.
0: I will say one thing, aside from that one, Scott Steiner always had the best overhead belly-to-belly suplexes I've ever seen. You can put him up so... against like, guys like Taz, Samoa Joe, other suplex machines, Brock Lesnar. He has the best overhead belly-to-belly suplexes.
1: Guys, off subject, Scott Steiner looks so innocent here. Right? Yeah, uh, look modern. at that
0: mullet. Guys, you see this, this guy in the mint green
1: shirt in the in crowd? Oh yeah, my dad had that same exact shirt.
0: <laughs> I still have that same exact shirt. Oh, you Dude, I, I was looking.
2: Dad? I was looking through some family photos the other day, and my dad wore had an awful wardrobe in the eighties. <laughs> he looked ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Alright, so this is the longest match of the tournament so far. Is it? Yeah.
0: I
2: feel like the opener went a while. The first
0: one went a while. The first one they actually called the time limit
2: before it ended. Oh, is that what it was? They called the time limit draw?
0: No, it wasn't a draw. I don't think it was a draw.
2: It's like I thought I thought it was a count out, yeah.
0: Yeah, but no, but Dude, they they, called, is... they let, they let them know like a five minute warning or a two minute warning or whatever. <laughs> Oh, and we've lost it. This is my favorite part of tag matches when there's Bedlam and all four questions <laughs> in the ring. In the oh, reference. Oh, this is Bru- the uh, early days of the Doomsday device. Oh, I like that. They made it into a back. I like they didn't that. call it that. That was a
2: WWE oh. thing, right? They called the pin on Animal. <laughs> They're going to call it on Animal. Oh, they did. That's right. Wait,
0: did I miss that? No, Scott Steiner lifted up his shoulder, but animals, both of his shoulders were down. It's weird to see animal without face paint.
2: Steiner's did win by count out. Yeah, the, the the dude, the Road Warriors taking a pin was something that did not happen very often. Cornet's wrong, not wrong. All right, hold on, let's look at this. I don't know, man. Animal shoulders up. It's pretty terrible, Bridge. <laughs> if Animal's Kurt Angle, <laughs> that pin's not getting called. <laughs> Kurt Angle to this day has the worst kickout in the history of pro wrestling. Doom sucks.
1: Where where do well Oh, so now we're gonna see Doom Wild Samoans.
2: Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah. But
1: now we're back to a singles match.
2: Yep. Yeah, they just go back and forth. Muda and Sting. Ah, oh, it's gonna be a fucking great match. So this was a big feud at the time, going going in nineteen eighty nine.
0: Now, also, guys, just to let you know, and also, fam, this might be the last match we're gonna watch for part one. Of uh, the Smarky Does WCW episode, Starcade 89. So be prepared and we will uh, make sure we all pause at the same moment so we can restart so fam. next week at the right moment. That means so nobody watches. I'm having a blast with this. For a week. Yeah, right? Don't exactly, oh, green mist! Pause. Green
1: mist!
2: Yeah, he was. Muda had the mist. I want to know what the mist is made out of. Probably just food coloring and water. Guys,
1: I got to tell you something. I'm having a blast with this, watching Yeah. So what do you don't think really of, get
2: to watch. And what do you think? Of, the wrestling is just so much. It's just really good wrestling. It's much better. They're very athletic. Way better. It was way more athletic than WWF was at this time.
1: This is what true pro wrestling
2: is, right? Yeah. Like, well, WWF was not very popular in, like, Georgia and the Carolinas during this time. It was popular in Florida. There was enough Northeast transplants in Florida that they were able to get their foot well, down there. But and most of the wrestlers were from there. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Also, well, it took them a while to get their footing in the Carolinas and Georgia. They were very loyal to WCW there. So Jim Crockett Promotions,
1: guys, is this still Jim Crockett, or did Ted Turner buy him by now?
2: Ted Turner's owned Ted it by Turner. this point. Yeah, this Ted Turner, I think, bought in '88. I think was when they made the change.
1: So. Kind of crazy to think about this, but de- but well, both of you will understand this. Great mood haircut and his face shape reminds me of a certain lead singer of a band.
0: What band is it? Gene Simmons from Kiss? Nope. Oh. His haircut? <laughs> yep. And his
2: and face shape. And his face. I don't know. Bruce Dickinson? Nope. I wish I could do some of that stuff. Jim Steve Perry. Exactly who else they <laughs> oh. It looks like Steve Perry, dude. <laughs> I was thinking Look at oh, him. It first because he's really jacked. I was like, let me take the jacked out of it. And I was like, oh, it's Steve Perry. Yeah.
1: Although Steve he's Perry wasn't a slouch either, man.
2: Wrestler. Living in Atlanta. I hate that song. So I like Journey. I hate that song. I do too.
1: Um, all right, so tell me this. Great
0: Muta was only in it for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh might have been a little bit more in a year. Oh, I feel my like God. He,
2: uh, I think it was 1990
0: he went back to New Japan.
2: I feel like he was around later than that. I feel like he was around in WCW in 91, 92. But anyway, uh, what's, what's your question up? about him? What's your question think, about him?
1: I think he came back because I remember flipping through in the late 90s, early 2000s, and he was on WCW. Yeah, he, he made yeah. some
0: other stops back in WWF and WCW. But I What's he years, in WWF? He made appearances. Kind of like w- Thunder w- Liger
1: w- made w- appearances.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of like Liger, but maybe maybe more often than Liger did. So is Liger Liger the?
2: He I made sporadic appearances throughout the '90s in WCW. Is
1: Liger the face, like the most popular face, while he is the most popular heel? Wait, say it again? Of Japan. So Muda, Muda and Liger, are they the most popular
2: faces and heels of our generation I, of pro wrestling? I mean, they're two of the most popular wrestlers that were in Japan of that era. I don't know who was a face and who was a heel in Japan. And Muda was pretty much always a heel when he was in WCW. I only remember him as a heel. Um, Liger definitely I remember as a face at times, if I'm not mistaken, Bones. I don't know if you can correct me there or not. But they're
1: um, the two most popular back
2: of the definitely. '80s and '90s. I At least in America. I don't. I, I. 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 In America, yeah, I really can't think of any other Japanese wrestlers that came to America during this time, outside of Tenryu and uh, what the hell is his tag team partner's name from the early 90s. And uh, Kaito or something. I, Tenru and Kaito. Was it Kaito, Who, was, um,
0: it was, who Gen- was the
2: Who yeah. was the Orient Express with Tenryu. Fuji? That's all I'm talking about. The Orient Express. Yeah. Both
1: the I, you- I got to go back. I think after we do this WCW thing, because I don't know how much you've watched. I'd love to watch like old New Japan. Like a New Japan is Antonio Inoki stuff, right?
2: Well, the New Japan, as you know it now, I think is separate from when Antonio Minoki started in the 70s. I think they're separate companies. The original
0: really? Express was Akio Soto, uh, Sato and Pat Tanaka.
2: Okay, then who... No, they weren't the... Sato and ten, Tanaka. They, okay, so they were in WWE. Mm-hmm. After or WWF. Yeah. Oh, dude, look at this move! What the hell is this? It's like... Oh! That looks really uncomfortable for Sting. And the singer, the there, the story. Very oh, back that, back. that bridge, man. Look how long. You know how impressive it is to hold a bridge like that, dude? Look, that look at that arch. Yeah. We used to have to do bridge exercises and wrestling practice. The shit was the worst, dude. Freaking bridges. Oh, just a hold like that for a while. Oh, what escape! Great wrestling.
1: Sting's a great wrestler, man. Do you think he's ever going to come back after this and do one more?
2: I, I mean, I don't know Sting? if he's. Sting I Undertaker. Know. I, I hope think not. I, I, I think no he interest. could come
0: back and do one more. He's been pretty vocal about that in interviews. I have no prior, interest. Prior prior to this year's WrestleMania, he was pretty vocal about. One, uh, wanted to come back for one more
2: rephrase that. I'm down, I'm interested in staying undertaker, but it's one of those cinematic matches.
1: Yes, that'd be cool because then it can stop and just mm-hmm.
2: make you know? it like and not like as part of a pay-per-view, it's like a network special that you can watch a okay. network special,
1: guys. Sorry, we are an hour and a half into this, and I finally for the first time saw communication, and it was just because of the camera angle,
0: right? That, I think is, that has a lot to do with it, too, is the camera angles.
2: These people who worked in WCW, like, these are, like, I feel like they were, like, old-school wrestling people, whereas WWE was more in the entertainment end of it, WWF. Like, the entertainment... thing, man. Right. The entertainment end of it was not as prevalent down here. I mean, you know, Sting putting face paint on and Ric Flair wearing a robe was about as entertainment as it got. Buddhist face paint, you got, Once you got in the ring, like... It was all about fighting.
0: You know, Smarky. Going back to what you were saying, you know, in in New Japan around this time, some of the other bigger names weren't weren't Japanese wrestlers. You had Big Van Vader, Bam Bam Bigelow. You had the Pegasus Kid, who was Chris Benoit. These were some other big faces. In they were New in Japan. Japan. Yeah, in New Japan right. at this time. Absolutely right. So they Bones. were doing both WCW and New Japan. You know, this is before a lot of them came to. Uh, Ban- Vader, I think, is the only one who actually had a stint in WCW prior to going to New Japan. Because when he went to Japan, he became Big Van Vader. He was never Big Van Vader in WWF or WCW. He was just Vader.
2: Yes, he was. He was Big
0: Van Vader in WCW. That's how I know oh, him in WCW. Wait. Back in like, the NWA, WCW days, the early days. No, in the big 90s. No, in the early 90s. Yeah. Okay. He wore, hey, hey, he wore that weird metal elephant big, mask Yes, that big Oh, that fucking elephant mask That's right Okay Oh, that mask was awesome But I know But this was still before uh, like Pegasus Kid Benoit Came to WCW That was 92 When Benoit came to WCW Bam Bam Bigelow was already Had his stint in WWF In the early 80s Early to
2: late 80s mid, Yeah, mid, mid to late 80s mid to late he was in, a, right. I think he was in the WrestleMania 4 tournament too Bam Bam Bayman Bigelow was in
0: the very first Survivor Series. Sure was. I have that on VHS. Oh, look at that
2: elevation by Stayer. Oh.
0: I think that's the first time we saw Muda sell on any kind of move. It was when he, he landed on his, on his, his gooch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. With
1: Dude, the super they are burying Muda here, huh? He just lost two matches.
0: Yep. That that is definitely a Briscoe brother. Alright, guys, we're gonna go ahead and pause it and stop it here for today's part one. After oh my we just god, that standing Sting jump. Defeat right Muda. in the Right what in a the great left of finish. the balls. What a great finish. That was literally right on his guiche. What right the fuck is the a guiche? It. The guiche, the gooch, the taint. Oh, the gooch, the gooch, the gooch. I call it the guiche. He just tried oh, to toss Oh, look tosses. at that superplex. And just, he, let go. Oh. he let go in midair and just let him fall.
1: Dude, how about that standing suplex before right? it? Like, this is insane.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, let's go ahead and pause it for today. We will pick back up. Uh, around the one hour and 11 12 minute. or 12-minute mark uh, for it's next week's episode. 12. We'll call it an even 112. 112. So, Smarky, what do you have to say? What's your quick recap on what we saw tonight?
1: Um, one of the most entertaining pay-per-views I've ever watched.
0: Non-stop action,
1: non-stop uh, fast one match pace. after
2: the other, fast paced After one
0: match, the next one was already starting. There, there's no, there's just, no promos, no interviews, no commercial breaks, no
2: ad. No spot, and there hasn't been one spot fest. On this right. I'm no
1: happy. Moment. I'm happy to watch like Muda in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always liked Sting. You know, I've always I've watched some of his stuff. Um, this this is cool. I can't wait to watch the rest.
2: I'm excited. you get to see guys like Ron Simmons and the Road Warriors and, and Lex Luger before mm-hmm. and the Steiners before their runs and Rikishi and the head shrinkers before their runs? I had runs.
1: no idea. I had no idea they were in WCW. I know I did Rikishi star in WCW.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Just hey, to-
1: so real quick, I know we're not gonna mention it and we'll you know, I know uh Bones you wanna talk about it on Matty G's show, but my heart goes out to everyone today in WWE. Um, really bad day for the company. Um, I understand, you know, it's tough times. I think there might have been a, a different way to do this. But, um, you know, really tough times. I'm, I'm hoping that some of them get called back once this is all done. If not, I'm hoping some of them end up in AEW
2: or NWA and they get a chance. Um I think a lot of them, I think there's a fair amount of them that once this all passes and things are backed up, like, in terms of financially normal, they'll mm-hmm. get a chance to hire a lot of these guys back. You know, that this is unfortunately, it's just a really, it's just a really shitty business decision. You would hope that, you know, this was the last, the last case, at least they got the WrestleMania. You know, you got to hope this is the, this was the last, like, last ditch they could do, you know. Right. Like after this, we really couldn't do anything else. Like we tried type of thing.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, this is a really big business move because you have to look at it from their perspective too. The business, look at how many businesses have folded, you know, because of the pandemic that we're dealing with. This is a company that has the ability and capability to keep pushing forward. So they got to do what they can do to make sure they could afford to, to push forward. And right now they're losing so much money in terms of selling tickets for live shows you know, Raw's, SmackDown's, pay per views. Think of how much money they probably lost at WrestleMania alone. They probably made money because everyone was home watching it. But they didn't make money off us. Most of us are on the networks. They, they, they didn't, made no fucking money. They made no fucking money this year. So you got to look at it that way how much money they probably lost just from that alone. So if the business is being told by the government, you can continue to put on well, to content.
1: Dude, I I don't know if you know why they were allowed to continue. I don't know if you saw that. Why why are they allowed? Well Linda McMahon made quite the uh quite the donation to the Republican super PAC. Well she runs a super PAC. Right. And her super PAC made quite the donation the day before or the day of. I did so see that,
0: but if you notice though, it was pro wrestling is deemed as a as a Right. Um, um, Big thing he got to remember. Business. Not A-W just WWE. Can, yeah, AEW can start up shop. Yep.
1: I don't know if he's going to. I think he cares more about his business.
0: But also, there's a lot more to it, because if you guys didn't hear, Donald Trump put together an economic revival group. And guys like Dana White and Vince McMahon are part of this group, along with uh, names from MLB, NFL. Mark Cuban is, is a part of this group. It's a It's a group of people who run... Sports teams or live entertainment, any kind of pro sport or media production that has a national audience, to trying to continue uh, producing content for those of us that are home and can't leave the house in our quarantine. They're trying to find ways to bring back some kind of normality to uh, to the the U.S. And that's what what this is a part
2: of. And and one thing I've noticed is a lot of it seems like a lot of. Yeah, you hear reports. Oh, the WWE lock rooms unhappy. Well, you know, until I see names, I see people actually speaking out that are unhappy. I think that's all dirt cheap BS. Yep. It seems like a <laughs> lot. Of, I feel like a lot of com. I feel like a lot of combat sport people seem to be like, "Hey, I want to work. I'm healthy. Hey, I want to work. I'm healthy." And uh, I don't. I I think people if people can go back to work, they should be going back to work. Like right. I don't. I I think it's. I think it's time to send healthy people back to freaking work. I know it's against what everybody thinks, but if this is what starts it, then let's freaking do it because we can't just keep going on this way. And I, I kind of I like that there are some business leaders who realize we can't keep going on this way and we can't just keep, you know, thinking that it's going to get better and it's going to get better. And the world's just going to be able to stay the same when it's not going to be able to the, the world can't sustain people not working. It's not possible. It's going to trickle down to everybody. So if you if, if it means that athletes and entertainers start working more to maybe inspire others, that's okay to work in. Like, I don't know about you, man, but it's just if people want to work, they should be able to work. And if it's in a closed environment and they're not I don't think it affects anything, WWE has their own private doctors and their own medical staff that is exclusive to them, right? you know? So it's not like they're going to, if, you know, most injuries yeah. can be handled by that staff. Like they have to go to a hospital and take, you know, they're not letting people come to events. And at the end of the day, they get paid when they work and they need to the work. And I think it's absolutely the whole idea of being an independent contractor. And this is where the advantage of being an independent contractor is you decide when and when you don't work. And I don't right. think there's any reason for grown ups to who want to work, be able to work. And I think if there's wrestlers who don't want to work, I think it will be treated a lot like the Saudi Arabia thing, where, you know, if you don't want to work, then you don't have to work. That's fine. Right. I think if like Daniel Bryan says I'm not we lost you during back. the pandemic, you know. Okay, so if Daniel Do it again. So if Roman Ryan <laughs> oh, fucking Roman ass, Ryan stop talking, <laughs> idiots. So if Roman Reigns don't have to or Daniel Bryan say that I hate you both. So if Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan say that uh, they don't wanna wrestle, I think WWE's gonna say, Okay, you don't have to wrestle, it's fine. But like, the people who got cut today, I don't think these are the people who said, I'm not wrestling. These are probably the people who did wanna wrestle because they're not making as much money. Yo, know, these people got cut today because WWE can't afford to pay them right now because they're not running live shows.
0: Right. That's yep. just all there is to it. Right. Like
2: yeah. there's just a reality to this. I know this really sucks for the wrestlers involved, but there's just a reality to it. Right. You're not but- running live shows. TV money only covers so much. Right. And they're going back to work also. I have thing I read it, it would just this makes more sense than even the the Republican super PAC or whatever you were talking about thing. Yeah. You know. In their contracts at NBC, Universal, and Fox, they have to have, they can only, there's only a certain amount of shows they can do a year that aren't live. Those deals hinge on their shows, those shows being live. And there's a lot of, if they don't produce those shows, plus no live revenue, the company's going to fold. Right. You have to do what you have to do right now. And this is why WWE's like, listen, I get there's a, I think Vince McMahon, and this is Dana White too, I get there's a pandemic, but my life is over if I don't produce content. Right. Like, my life as a businessman is over. This is why the Vincent man just lost it. Just, he got fucked with the football thing. The XFL was actually – The XFL was it definitely. It, it, and it wasn't half bad in yeah. terms of a spring football league. It was one of the better um, attempts that I've seen.
1: All so, right, guys. Now, now I'm pissed. Why? It has just come – to my attention, at Norman Smiley was released. That pisses me oh. off. I fucking love that man.
0: I do know and him from was, WCW. And he was from the Performance Center. He was a coach.
2: Shit. Yeah, it's going to be everywhere. He's one of the original coaches. It's going to be everywhere. It's going right, to be. So nothing. listen, I know
1: Bones. I know you're going to talk about this yesterday, but here's the updated list. All right, ready? Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, EC3, Eric Young, which who was never given a chance, and that pisses me off. Leo Rush, Heath Slater, that who
0: sucks.
1: don't get me started on him because I actually I absolutely fucking love Heath Slater. My two top of people I love, I don't care about their wrestling ability, is Zack Ryder, Heath Slater. Anyways, um, Sarah Logan, Eric Rowan, Primo, Epico, the Canellas. Uh, Zach Ryder, I said, no way it was a Rusev Diana Perazzo. That's whoa, whoa whoa
2: whoa back up. Rusev. Yes. Rusev. I didn't hear about Rusev. Yeah. yeah. That's a shock.
1: Deanna Perazzo, man. Um Alexander yeah. Jacksick, who I don't know. Um, MJ Jenkins, and then here's even more. These are those are wrestlers, producers, coaches. Kurt Angle, Lance Storm. Lance storm just closed his school to do this.
2: What are you gonna do? Yeah, man. They're Shane not making Holmes. money.
1: Shane Holmes, Sarah Stock, Scott Armstrong, uh, Billy Kidman, uh, Fit Finley, Pat Bunk, uh, the older Davari, Mike Rotunda. Sean Davari. Norma. So, so
2: Norma. Uh, can I pause you real quick? Yes. Some of these names, like the classic names, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot like Kurt Angle, Mike Rotunda, Furlope. they. If they, they, they prefer, if they agreed yes. to be first, like hey we don't need the money furloughed. furloughing
0: yes yeah they were
2: probably furloughs like we we can you know Mike Rotundo can probably take the hit right now you know he's been yep. in the industry for a while so I feel like a lot of these names might have also like Kurt Angle can definitely take some time off and be okay he's fine yeah
1: Norman Smiley Serena Deeb who who has been a, a trainer at this point right East Steal Mike Chioda. I saw that, my Kyoto got Kyota, not Chiyota. Kyota, sorry, Chioda. I don't know why I said Chioda. Kyota. He's balancing uh, his cheek. <laughs> Aiden English. Jerry Soto, he's a Spanish announcer, and then Josiah Williams from NXT, and then a creative member named Andrea Listenberger.
0: Yeah. And there's probably gonna be more as the rest of the week goes
2: on. So Oh the long listen, the longer it goes on, they're gonna <sighs> keep happening and the names are gonna get bigger. Yeah. Because eventually if they can't if they can't pay these guys now Eventually, they're not going to be able to pay Cesaro, and they're not going to be able to pay to afford Big E. And then eventually, it's going to move on to Kofi and Daniel Bryan if you don't get shit back together. That's why there's a – there needs to also – while there's a human element to all this, there needs to be a group of people who are also focusing on the other element. Because if the if the visit, if the of economic element falls apart, that also crushes the hospital industry too. Right. It crushes everything. You have to be focused on both things, and you have to let businesses start when they want to start and when it's not going to affect people who otherwise couldn't defend themselves from being affected.
1: Doc, I can't wait to talk about this tomorrow. Yeah. So, There's so much more we can elaborate on. Yeah.
0: So, for all the wrestling fans that are listening to this right now, again, you've probably heard about all these releases earlier, already in the week. You're listening to this on Sunday. But if you want to support your wrestlers, buy their merchandise. Yep. Right now, that's going to help a lot of these wrestlers to make some money, some well, well-deserved and well-earned money right now. I'm sure WWE is going to have a ton of sales. I know times are tough right now for everyone financially, but if you could swing getting a t-shirt or something here and there, that's how we're going to help these people. We can't go to the shows, but we can at least buy their merchandise to help show our support for our favorite wrestlers. So on that note, fam, that's all the time we have for today for part one of Smarky Does WCW Starcade nineteen eighty-nine. This was episode seventy-one of the fourth wall cast. If you enjoyed K-A-M. the show be sure to follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four, T H W A L L C A S T. And please be sure to follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network at Fourth Wall Pop. That's L Pop
2: goes the weasel. Love that. <laughs>
0: uh, on the note of the network, we have so much content coming out for you now. We have the Big Hack and Weight Adventures. We have nothing to wrestle with. We have Crossroads with our good friends the FTC and Dusty Dave. Uh, our very own Johnny Smarks is going to be bringing you his own solo show. Not Smarky Singles Run, but something new and exclusive just for our fourth wall fan. And, of course, you have us each and every week. So, once again, if you've enjoyed the show, be sure to tell all your friends... To like, share, and subscribe. And before you do that, follow me on Instagram at EMG underscore JC Bones. And on Twitter at JC Bones. Follow Doc on Twitter at Dr. Haas WC. Follow Smarky on no social media because he sucks. And on that note, if you've enjoyed the show, thank you once again. Great. We are here to help make it pop. And... Keep Wrestling Real. Oops, did I say that out loud? On that note, goodbye. Oh, my God. And good night.
2: Oh, my goodness. You're not
0: invited to part two.
2: See you later, dude. Bye-bye. Yeah, it is there. All right, I talked to you. You're good. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm going to watch the rest of the